Welcome in, Defeating the Curse, talking free agency, NFL free agency to be specific. My name is Joe, joined by FP this afternoon. Uh, let's, just five minutes here. How horrible is your March Madness bracket looking right now? I'm ranked, I think, third in our uh, league, but my uh, point outcome is very, very minimal. I think I'm at like 88 total points. Did you have Garbage. UVA winning the whole thing? I had UVA winning the whole thing, yes. I also had UVA winning the whole thing. Are we to blame for the DC sports curse now infecting collegiate basketball? <laughs> Absolutely. That was that was such a an upset. I Oh, they lost I, by I hate 20. college basketball, yeah. But to get handily beaten like that from a 16 seed, that's insane. That's and, definitely us. And we've had a couple people say, well, it couldn't have been the sports curse because UMBC is a local team. Let me be very clear. The, the curse doesn't cross into Maryland, okay? Uh, it, 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 we don't acknowledge Maryland as part of our right. l- listening area. It doesn't touch area. the Orioles, the Ravens, none of that. No. I mean, the, clearly the Ravens have won, uh, you know, championships. Uh, I mean, look at Flacco's contract and, and why they're never going to win another one. But, th- yeah, UMBC is Maryland. It is not the D.C. sports curse. I'm surprised UMBC has a team. Aren't they the strayer of Maryland? What what are they? Honestly, I don't know. I was so frustrated watching that game last Friday night. I'm not really sure what specifically happened, but for the overall one to lose like that, I mean, the whole. I'll be honest with you. Like numbers are way down for uh, for March Madness, and that's again another. I mean, it's a topic that it seems to be. We we may need to have a new segment on the show where we talk about just ratings and media numbers. Ratings are way down again, and uh, you know another. This is another you know, staple in our sports calendar that people just simply aren't watching. And before we go on the, oh, millennials are dumb and they don't watch sports. No, no, no. It's it's not about the millennials. It's about the quality of the product. And this is, I believe... The, the I, one and done, right? The one and done has destroyed college basketball. Because, you know, when we were growing up, you had names that you knew, you knew people on these college teams, right? You knew all the Dukies. You know that, you know, um, Richard... Um, Dukies. <clears throat> Right, I mean, we knew some, yeah. <laughs> but we knew like North Carolina. They had Rasheed Wallace. They had Vince Carter. They had uh, uh, yeah, you, you, Like you knew you these learned, guys. Even even the non fans like me, uh, the the repeated March Madnesses you went through, right? One, two, three. Yeah. You eventually learned the players, and you you recognize which teams are the powerhouses. Right now, it's a free for all. Right it's now, a, nobody knows exactly. what's what. They've got yeah. they've got to fix the one and done. It's. Uh, you know the and the NBA has to be involved and and very early on in this podcast I laid out my plan, uh, which I've now we've heard since then. John Feinstein quoted, Clay Travis has quoted it. Not to say that I came up with well, I thought I came up with it, but everyone's kind of talking about the same thing now. You know, coming out of high school, these players that are truly skilled they have an option. If they declare for the NBA draft and they get drafted, then they make a decision. If they go, they go and they're they cannot compete at an amateur level. In you know, basically, they can't play college basketball. If they don't get drafted or don't like where they got drafted, then they have the option to go to play college basketball, but they got to go three years, and the team that drafted them gets a compensatory pick the following year. I think that system works for everybody involved. It allows the truly talented players, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, the Kevin Garnett's of the world, it allows them to go pro and make their money, uh, which they can they can opt to go or not. It protects the collegiate level sport, right? Because it, it guarantees that coaches can build and ADs can build around talent that they recruit. Right. Everybody wins. They have to do it. They have to do well, it. Yeah. So, I mean, 
it, it also protects the NBA because there's been a lot of there's just been a lot of garbage trust the process teams where it takes a very long time for that process to reflect anything. So yeah, yeah they have I, to I, I, I like that. I like it. Yeah. But let's, let's switch gears. I mean, obviously the tournament, you know, picks up again, uh, tomorrow, Thursday. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not the most interested in it, but you know, so be it. I mean, it's, it's still March madness. It's not, it's not, it's not that it's not fun to watch. I'm just not personally invested in it the way I have in, in previous years. Right. Because lack I, of betting helps. Lack of betting, that, that's absolutely true too. But let's let's get on to the topic of this podcast, NFL free agency. Obviously, um, one Kirk Cousins has signed his very large, very guaranteed, and very short deal to join the uh, the Vikings, which I love. And pretty much he's guaranteed a second massive contract at this point. Whether he wins a Super Bowl or not, he's going to get another big payout when he's basically in Alex Smith's shoes uh, in a couple of years, right? He'll be two. He'll have played for two different teams, hopefully at mm-hmm. a high level. I mean, certainly I'm I'm rooting for him, uh, except when he plays against the Redskins. So I, I, he's I think he did great, you know, for a fourth round pick that was drafted to be a backup to basically play free agency the way he did. He, he played the he game perfect. It. He crushed yeah. it, and I think there's going to be rules put in place to not allow for this to happen again. But let's let's just go through some of these signings. AJ McCarron gets cut by the Bengals, signs a couple year deal, two year deal, right with Buffalo. Not a bad deal, but for a guy that's not proven, certainly questionable, a little risky for right. the, for the Bills. Uh, Case Keenum, I love this move. Keenum going to uh, going to Denver. You know, Denver he, did a great move with that. Yeah, I like that move. I really I really do. I think he's going to fit nicely into that system. He gives them the arm that they needed. Um, and he's, I think he's learned a lot over the last two years. So I, I actually really like that move. Um, I also like that they brought in uh, Denver brought in someone else too. Uh, I'm blanking on the name. Didn't they? Who'd they bring in to back him up? Or no, no, sorry, Minnesota. Minnesota brought in uh, Trevor Simeon from Denver, right, to back up Kirk. Um, but I do like the Case Keenum move. You know, going to to Denver, I think he can step in and help them. Um, you know, the rest of the the rest of the quarterbacks. You know, Mike Glennon. Just just a word on Mike Glennon. He made $18 million, I think, guaranteed last year. He's going to make another eight this year. So for two, nothing. For nothing. You know, so, you know, hats <laughs> off to him. Good, good, you know, nicely done. And I actually really like the Sam Bradford move to Arizona as well. He's a, he's if a he can stay healthy, yeah. Yeah. He's, I think, a, he's yeah. a reasonable Band-Aid for that franchise. I don't know how their O-line is. Uh, I don't know how solid it is. But you give him a weapon like Larry Fitz, you give him uh, David Johnson. I mean, that's. That's a pretty good team right there, and uh, their their defense isn't bad. They did lose. They did let go of Honey Badger, who I think just went to the Texans, which pisses me off because I wish he came to us. But um, yeah, Arizona, Bradford, that was a good deal. I mean, the free agency market it it took an interesting turn because I think in two years a lot of these teams are going to regret a lot of these signings and and the money that they put because. It was a thin market, and people put a lot of money for lower tier players, which you you don't typically see. But but you know, but the quarterbacks are the quarterbacks, and they're they're going to move somewhat regularly. Um, but I guess even more so the running backs, and and I'm really really impressed with what the Browns have done. And I I said this to you guys last week, and you killed me on the <laughs> podcast for it. I would rather be the Browns right now than the Redskins because they they have addressed almost every need that they had going and in, still have their picks and still have their picks and they can do whatever they want. I love Carlos Hyde coming back to Ohio. I love the deal that they, they got him. They got him on a sweetheart deal. The kid can play. We know that 
Um, you know, he's serviceable for sure. They lose Crowell to the Jets, and I think the Jets got him, you know, Isaiah Crowell was very serviceable too, but Carlos Hyde coming into to, to the Browns, I love that one-two punch with Duke Johnson, assuming Duke is back. Um, so I, I love what they did there. You know, there's a couple other names. Doug Martin, right? The the what was it the Muscle Hamster? Is that his nickname? If I'm not uh, many years ago, you know, he I like I actually like that he went to Oakland. Um, I don't know what uh, they're doing with Marshawn. I'm not sure what they're doing, but Oakland Oakland's doing some weird things. They went from being the obsessed with speed to now just having a retirement home. I I, I don't know what Big Gruden's going to do with that. Well, that I'm not team. I'm not big on Big Gruden, I, and I said that I think the game I think he's I think he's bit off more than he can chew coming back. I think the league's I do different. Think Derek Carr is going to love him some Jordy Nelson, though. I'm I'm shocked that not more people wanted Jordy Nelson. Well, I don't know if – I mean, the Skins were apparently somewhat interested in him, but, I mean, that's a guy who can go catch catch the ball, right? And and that's right. a guy that the Redskins right now don't have. Uh, but but Michael Crabtree, I mean, he's, he's going to be right up 95 here in Baltimore. I'm surprised, I really am, that the Ravens were able to land him uh, because they're not they're not in a position to win. And I, I would have pegged him as a guy who was willing maybe to take a little less to win, considering he's thirty. But I'm really, I'm really surprised that the Ravens were able some. Well, I think there was some funny business, but I'm surprised they made that work, and I'm surprised they they wooed him to Baltimore. Yeah, but I mean, he's just going to show up and have a, a broken uh, Flacco throw him the ball that he's probably going to drop. So, all in all, it's it's there was definitely shady business going on with it, but. I wish, I don't know. I'm happy we didn't go after him. That's all I can say. I'm happy yeah. that we didn't go after him. But certainly Nelson and Crabtree were kind of the the one two that everybody. I mean, they were the best two receivers so far to come available. I think the Skins did well, uh, you know, bringing in uh, what's his face, um, Paul Richardson. Uh, Paul Richardson. I, I like the deal more than I like him, but I'll take it and and let's just kind of see where we end up. But they still need. I still they need more depth there. Maybe they the more I hear it. analysis, the more I hear analysis about Paul Richardson, I think it's going to be a, a good fit, and I think he'll Gruden, our Gruden will will use him correctly, uh, and call up some great schemes and great plays. Um, and if you get Doxon, who truly goes to his year three, real year two, whatever performance, it, it could it could be really really well. It all depends on Jordan Reed. Your entire receiving core depends sure. on your tight end. But you know, but Richardson and Sammy Watkins essentially got this almost the same con- or close to the same contract. Richardson five years, forty mil, eight guaranteed, I believe. Watkins three years, forty eight, sixteen. Right? Is is Sammy Watkins twice as good as Paul Richardson? No, he's not. I mean, no. I don't think he is. They're the same age, twenty four, twenty five. So I I I like it. I think it was a responsible sign. Uh, you know, and it was, uh, I, I don't remember who from the skins was talking about him, but they had a file. Oh, Gruden. It was Gruden. Uh, Jay Gruden said that they had a file on Richardson coming out of college and he was just one of their guys. And when he became available, they really, I mean, they went, they went hard to get him and they even showed him the file that they had on him from the combine several years ago. So uh, I'm okay with it. Let, let me leave it at that. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. You know, as far as the tight ends go, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I mean, in light of what Jimmy Graham got from green Bay, this off season, 30 mil, uh, the the deal that they signed Jordan Reed is to a couple years back or last year, it's reasonable. But the guy's got to stay healthy, and I, I don't think right if he, now if he stays healthy, fantastic for the Redskins. I mean, locking him up and and hoping that he stays healthy. Um, Eric Ebron, really, though, Eric Ebron was a name. Yeah. I, I really want like 
24 years old, big target, you know, unpolished, but certainly serviceable. I, I would have loved to see him at least come in and, and, and kind of meet. The other name was was uh, Safarian uh, Jenkins. I mean, I know there was some questions when he was with Tampa, you know, but he goes to Jersey and kind of he goes to play for the, the, the New York Jets. And he, um, you know, and now he's back in, uh, he's back, he's going back to Florida, to Jacksonville. Like, I, you can't do anything with Jordan Reed, right? He's under contract and you kind of cross your fingers and, and hope he stays healthy. But Ebron yeah. would have been a nice a nice backup option or even primary. What's crazy with the Jags is having Jenkins and they took Niles Paul from us. They're they're building themselves essentially the most solid team you can get with the Blake Bortles. Like they, they understand their handicap, but I would say they're easily 90th percentile or higher in almost every position that matters on that team. But I, they, yeah, I, I like, I like what they're doing there. I, I really do. Um, you know, Coughlin and, baby, it's all Coughlin. Uh, I mean, he's, he's going to build a contender. I mean, we know that yeah. it may not be right away, but he's going to get them there. He's going to get them there pretty quickly. Um, you know, and then let's, let's talk about the defenses. I, I think the, I think we have to discuss the Rams in light of what they've done uh, this off season. I, you know, obviously they're going to lose. Uh, they're going to lose Sammy Watkins, but what they've done defensively is really impressive to me. I mean, they they come in basically with a secondary that you have to believe is the best on paper at the start of the season, right? I mean, I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, you. I don't. I yeah, it has to be the best duo in the backfield that any team has right now. Uh, I, I mean. Sherman, I thought Sherman. There was a shot, maybe that that somebody would talk to him. There was a lot of um, uh, what, what's the best way to say it? Uh, ridicule about the deal he signed, or for himself because he's his own agent and the way he structured right. it. Um, you know, but but I mean, do you think he's got anything left in the tank, personally? Sherman, no, at I, I think he's old? done. I think both his knees are done. Did he pass his physical with the Niners? Did he? I didn't. I don't. I think he's done. Uh, no, I think he did. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure he did. You know, but <sighs> Peters and Talib. I, I, I don't. Talib can play. Marcus Peters is. I mean, he. I don't like him for who he is as a person. I think he's kind of a. I think he's kind of an asshole as a person. Yes. Um, I don't like the kneeling for the national anthem. I don't like the the repeated insistence on defying rules, but. He can cover receivers. I mean, I think that's very fair to say. And I think him and Tlaib, I just don't know where you throw the ball. I don't know where you throw the ball. I mean, they you you gotta you gotta figure with anything that these guys with the Rams do at this point, that one two is going to be phenomenal. Well, I mean, what do you think about us with uh, Orlando Skandrick now in our backfield? We we stole him from the Cowboys. That's that's not a terrible move. Um, I always hate when we bring leftovers from the Cowboys over. Um, it doesn't always work out well for I mean, us. Okay, but would you rather have? Would wouldn't you? I mean, I would rather have. Uh, Talib is a little older, and Peters is unstable. Um, I don't mind Skandrick. I don't. Mind we need. Sherman, we needed Skandrick. We needed somebody. The question is: Is he somebody better proven. than Breland? Ooh. That's a tough question. Right, because if the answer isn't a resounding yes, then you really haven't done anything. If, it, he may not be a resounding yes on field, but maybe locker room-wise and Twitter-wise, he's a, he's a step up. Because Breland was a distraction in and of himself. 
Um, so I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. I don't think he's, I don't think we're worse. Um, I think we would have been worse if we didn't address it at all. Okay. So I'm, I'm happy we got him. I, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't mind, I don't mind it. Uh, but I mean, we're a seven and nine team. I don't know if he's worth, is he worth two wins by himself? I don't think so. I mean, he's what a $10 million contract, five million a year. I mean, it's, it, we didn't pay too much for him. No, we didn't pay too much for him. But I mean, at this point, there isn't, I mean, at this point, I think everyone's basically just focused on the draft, right? There, there isn't any more. I, I don't think we're going to have a, a Norman situation where someone's just going to become available before the draft. I think at this point, the skin's got to be looking at the draft and trying to figure out what they're going to do. And I, I'm not sure that they know what they're going to do yet, but I mean, what would you do? You know, you're Brucey and, and the brass. What, what are you looking to do in the draft? Um, running back has to be top, 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 top priority. Um, if you're not going to address it, who, who's left in free agency? Darren Sproles, DeMarco, and Frank Gore? I love DeMarco, and I think, I think I would love to see him in a Redskins uniform. I don't think they'll do it. I think there's too many question marks with his health. But right. two seasons ago when he joined the Titans, you know, for year one with the Titans, he was a freaking beast. Even last year. He was still running pretty strong, but he's not hes not a three-down back anymore, and he's not going to catch a ton of balls out of the backfield. The so. thing is you don't need him to be a three-down back because you still have Chris Thompson so, and Samaje. So it could work if you bring him. I don't think you're going to bring him, uh, which means another lower draft running back would be priority, and then you still need your guard. And then I don't know what happened with the – I was trying to get Hankins in, but you, you need – you need a plug for your run defense. You need to get a big man in there. I I don't know either. I think I think there were I think BJ Hill's the name that keeps coming up in a round four, round five scenario, you know, as your your kind of your defensive tackle. Maybe that's the guy that they're looking at. Uh, you know, Ronnie Jones, the running back out of USC, is kind of the, the name that I keep hearing that they're somewhat targeting in round two. You know, and it, it sounds like they may be going with a uh, with a strong safety or free safety, Derwin James, who's who's you know regarded as one of the better players overall athletes in the draft. Uh, you know, at thirteen, I could see them moving up to grab maybe to grab someone else, but it's so hard to take a running back early. Like the the shelf life is just so yeah. So unless short. unless you see another Zeke in there, it it's not worth the jump up. Yeah, it's not. You're better off. I think. I think if if I'm if I'm the Redskins or if I'm any team for that matter, I think I'm drafting a running back and a quarterback in every single draft. Just be, it's just a numbers game that you got to. Frankly, if I'm the Browns, I think I would still I would draft two quarterbacks in the first round this year, or one quarterback in round one and another one in round two. You you can't you can't invite you can't. quarterback controversy. No, of course you can. One of them will no, pan your, out. And your you franchise trade, can't. You trade your franchise can't handle you're the Browns. that. Franchise can't you're the Browns. It. You haven't had a quarterback, so take two shots instead of one shot. One of them is bound to be good. Take hell, use all three on quarterbacks and trade the other two away. Look at look at what look at what the market Sam Bradford's commanding right now, as a cast off former number one pick. Like, why not go crazy at this point? Like, you missed out on the on the sweepstakes, the Kirk sweepstakes. He didn't get any other moniker. Although, I think. I think Tyrod's going to be fine. I was just going to say, I think with the team that they're putting around, assuming Tyrod Taylor right now, I don't think they're going to have a problem with him. Honestly, you have a good O line. He's still mobile enough. You're putting him some some great weapons. 
know. I hate talking about the Browns. You're, you're, you're turning this into a Browns podcast every once in a while. You're obsessed with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Browns fan. I am you... <laughs> not a Browns fan. <laughs> you might be. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm a Redskins fan, even You're, without. I, I understand the jealousy because they have the money, they have the picks, they're they're making the moves. We don't have that luxury. I understand the allure of what they're doing, but they're, they're still the Browns. I still don't give them more than five wins. Which, again, in Browns world, yes, that's huge. But come on, all all these moves, and you're not going to get more than maybe five wins. I well. Maybe more. I like what they did at receiver, adding Landry. I, I don't want to talk about the Browns. Let's talk about the Redskins. Actually, we're done talking about the Redskins, too. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm footballed out. I'm footballed out, too. Is there anything else going on in your life you want to talk about? Um, you want to talk about Stormy Daniels for uh, Stevie? Throw some uh, politics in no. here. <laughs> I, I do not want to. I do not want to. Did you shovel your, uh, your snow? No. On my to-do list for this afternoon. I'm actually going to head out there and do it right now before it continues to accumulate on top of my parking how, cars. How much longer until you can get the kids to shovel? When is too <laughs> early to make kids shovel? <laughs> I got a couple of years at least before I can. I might, I might take one of them out just to go play in it right now, but no, nothing. nothing uh, they can't shovel yet. It's going to be a while. Maybe, maybe when they're eight or nine, maybe. Yeah, but you earlier. built yourself a little. You built yourself a little army. It's gonna I do be, have a team. That's the right. The rewards are going to come soon. I do have a team. That's right, sir. That's right. Any final thoughts before we close out here? No, no final thoughts. Um, the Wizards game tonight. Uh, I guess we'll watch that one and then, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. This has been DTC, Defeating the Curse, which has now infected collegiate basketball. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we have a Nat show coming up in uh, a couple of hours here. Stay tuned for that. And as always, find us on all social media platforms and stay tuned. We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. For FP, my name is Joe. Have a great day. We are out.